Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's time to wake up! Live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! Oh, yeah. Let's go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The pregame show with Joe Spadoni is now upon us. Thursday, 5 a.m. Bay Area. What is happening? What's happening? Got a lot to get into. NBA Finals tonight. Nuggets. Heat. In Denver. Jimmy Buckets. Nikola Jokic. Jamal Murray. Caleb Martin. Bam Adebayo, Aaron Gordon, oh my god! I'm so damn excited for this matchup. Not a lot of people are, I don't think. You see the team names, okay, the Heat, that's cool. I've seen them in the finals a lot. The Nuggets? Like McDonald's? What? That may be the average viewer. Maybe this won't do well in ratings, this series. But I think the basketball and the level of play on the court has a chance to be very, very special. And we're going to talk about that game. We're going to talk about the Giants losing two out of three after a promising game one to start this series against the Pirates, smashing them. They get smashed yesterday, nine to four. Alex Wood with the L, four and a third, six earned runs, four Ks, three walks. Not a great start there for Alex Wood. Mitch Keller on the other side, six innings pitched, four earned, eight Ks, one walk. But, but, Huge butt. Shout out Kim K. Youth movement still upon us. Get on the ground. And a base hit. And here comes Sable. And the Giants take the lead. It's 1-0. And that's a two-strike RBI. One thing we've seen from Patrick Bailey that he's been very, very good at, and that is going the opposite way, especially with two strikes. Patrick Bailey, again, the youth movement. Two more hits for him. He gets his average back up to 333, slugging 564. And listen, they're not going to win every game. The Giants aren't going to do that. It's a long season. I'm not going to come in here and read and react every single win, every single loss, because that's just not good radio during baseball season. That's not what people want to hear. But I think it's important, even after two bad losses, look at some positives, and Patrick Bailey has been that for the San Francisco Giants. Casey Schmidt has been that. Casey cooled down a little bit. Got a hit yesterday. Got a ribby. But that's the one-two punch. Estrada as well. Lamont Wade. Two more hits for him. J.D. Davis having a nice season. So there's still bits and pieces that are positive. But it's always going to come down to pitching for this Giants team. I'm not worried about the hitting. I'm not worried about the offense. That's going to take care of itself. How's the pitching going to perform throughout this season? Starting and relieving. They've been having a pretty damn good stretch. Last two games? Not the best from the starters. Last game was fine. Even Monday. It wasn't amazing. But Alex Wood, it's not going to get it done. You need to go at least five innings. Which apparently is the new 
six or seven innings in Major League Baseball. Can we get five innings out of these guys? It's asking a lot. I know. 80 pitches. Oh, my goodness. Third time through the order. Oh, my God. Can't do that. This is really asking that much for some of these starters and for some of these guys to go through that. And I understand it's an organizational philosophy. Farhan, Moneyball, all that sort of stuff. The analytics. I understand it. Third time through the order. Guys start reading you better. Start reacting quicker. They start shooting it the other way. They start hitting the gaps. And then it can fall apart very, very quickly. I understand all of that. At the same time, it's very difficult to add that taxing work to a bullpen. Now, let's face it, it hasn't been great all season. It's been better. It's been better the last few weeks for the San Francisco Giants. But I don't want Shamanaya having to do long work, long work every other game. I don't need that. Don't need that. Giants lose 9-4. to four. Continue to take your calls and texts on that. 888-957-9570. Good morning to Twitch and YouTube. We are up and running, up and streaming there, as well as the Comcast Business Text Line, 888-957-9570. Call or text that number. Download that Odyssey app, Favorite 95.7 The Game. All of that is up and available. Get all your Giants coverage, all your A's coverage. (laughs) A's. Aren't they leaving? Well, they finally lost a game against the Atlanta Braves. Finally, Braves edged them out 4-2. to But obviously the big storylines surrounding Las Vegas, the Bill trying to get passed over there, trying to bring a team in the Oakland Athletics over to Vegas. We'll see what happens there. Was Casey Pratt moved to tomorrow, Sam? Casey Pratt tomorrow. ABC7, he's great. He knows all his stuff. He is tapped into this A stuff. He'll join the morning roast tomorrow. Uh, we had him uh, scheduled the other day was it two days ago now, but Bob Myers ended up stepping down. The breaking news announcement happened then, so we had to say bye to Casey. He was a good sport about it. He understood. So Casey Pratt tomorrow on the morning roast. That's going to be appointment radio. He knows the stuff regarding that. Be sure to hit me up on Twitter. Give me a follow at Spadoni underscore Joe for all of that. And we got some Niners news. Not really news. Eh. Brock Purdy. He's throwing. Is he ahead of schedule? Is he on schedule? Is he behind schedule? He's right where he needs to be. Starting to ramp up, starting to get that throwing motion. John Lynch was on Sirius XM NFL radio yesterday saying he looks excited. He looks good. I'm excited. Let's see what happens. He's right on schedule. He's right where he needs to be. Okay. That's great. Is he going to play week one or not? So if you can't tell me that on June 1st, 2023, I have to wait a couple months, I'll wait. He looks good, all the ramping. He's, I don't care about that. Who's going to start week one? Is it going to be Brock, Trey, or Sam Darnold? Well, Ryan Leaf, former, was he number one overall, number two overall, San Diego Chargers, so long ago I can't even remember. Labeled one of the greatest busts in the history of sports. American sports, that is. And maybe the biggest bust of all time. Him, Jamarcus, what have you. Tomato, tomato, pick your poison, if you will. I'm actually very proud of Ryan Leaf, though. That guy was at the highest of highs and had one of the lowest of lows in all of sports that you could have. He had the world at his fingertips. He had everything, had money, and he flamed out. He was a bust. He went to prison, and he had to rehabilitate his image, so much so that, you know what? Now we're valuing his opinions in a sport and at a level in the NFL. He played well in college. But at a level, he didn't have success in. But you know what? We can still talk about the human side of all this. And who would know about that better than Ryan Leaf and Trey Lance? Trey Lance has talked about how demoralizing it has been for him not to just play, not to be able to practice, just be a part of the team, be a part of it, have those relationships. And he has those, but it's different. Practicing all the time, it's different than actual live game reps. You want to build those moments and camaraderie with your players. And he hasn't been able to do that. Four starts? No. Hasn't been able to do that. So Ryan Leaf was talking about Trey Lance yesterday and what he believes the 49ers need to see what they have in Trey Lance moving forward if they give him a chance to start. You kind of stumbled into Joe Montana with Rod Purdy, then that that's the decision you make. If that's the case, I would have assumed that they would have 
traded Trey Lance this offseason. You know, they would have done something. Maybe because of the injury to Brock Purdy, they wanted to cover their bases. I just thought that simply because of everything that they invested, the draft capital, all of it, what Kyle Shanahan said last year going into the season with Trey Lance and how he was going to fit in this offense, that of all things being equal, you have to find that out. I mean, you, you have to. Now, could it be uh, at, a, you know, at, at a deficit to the team? I don't think so. I think the team over, can overcome all that, and ultimately you'll figure out who your starting quarterback is. But I do. I think that Trey Lance has to be the answer uh, going into this season, and you better get your answer. And if you don't, um, then I don't know what this has all been about. I don't know what this has all been about. Well, what it's all been about was the 49ers felt like they needed a guy for the future. A sustainable asset at quarterback, big arm, athletic, everything that Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't. Jimmy Garoppolo, for, you know what, all that he did for this team, and he did a lot. He brought respectability back to this organization. He brought stability at the spot for a moment, for a moment, but he got hurt a lot. Didn't have the strongest arm. Decision-making, at times, wasn't the best. So you know what? After all that, getting hurt a lot, Jimmy, it's time for us to look in another direction for the future because I don't think you're going to be a part of this future moving forward. Okay? That's where we do our evaluation. One of the greatest quarterback classes in the history of the NFL, it was dubbed. Oh, you got Trevor Lawrence. He's going to the Jags. That's already locked up. You got Zach Wilson, BYU. You got Mac Jones, Alabama. You got Justin Fields, Ohio State. You got Trey Lance. Let's get out of North Dakota State. North Dakota State, okay. Well, listen, they've had some draft picks, most notably Carson Wentz a few years prior, Easton Stick. So they've had some players. It's not the craziest thing. And that's who the 49ers ended up trading up for and trading all those assets for. Fast forward, flash forward. I always get those confused. Move ahead three years. What do you have in Trey Lance? We still don't know. And it's such a big unknown, and it was such a big investment that the 49ers need to see what they have. And Ryan Leaf, who joined, again, Willard and Dibbs yesterday, hell of a interview. Go ahead and download the Odyssey app, favorite 95.7 The Game. You can find it all right there, all of our interviews, pressers, what have you. We will have all that on that uh, Odyssey app. Download that bad boy, favorite 95.7 The Game. But Ryan Leaf, he tweeted this yesterday and was very, very interesting. He, he was quote-tweeting. So the original tweet had... A picture of Lance, Darnold, and uh, Purdy. If all three are healthy, who should be the starting quarterback for the 49ers? To which Ryan Leaf quote tweeted, It's Trey Lance by a mile. Return on investment is still unknown. There is zero data other than availability due to injury. It's a big variable. But if all three are healthy, it's a no-brainer. Is it a no-brainer? If all three are healthy, week one. I think most of the fan base would be in agreement that it should be Brock Purdy. Am I wrong on that? 888-957-9570. Ryan Leaf thinks it should be Trey Lance. And here's more from Ryan Leaf yesterday, who joined Willard and Dibbs, talking about if Trey Lance ultimately is a failure, it's not on him. It's on Lance and Shanahan. Lance. If ownership and John Lynch decide to move off that spot this year, people are going to look at Trey Lance and use the word bust look at John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan and go, you guys didn't do your job. You guys didn't do your job and scout him right. If, if it doesn't work out and if Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and ownership have to get rid of him after four starts, they're the ones that are going to have to wear that. That's who should be wearing the ownership of John Lynch is a bus GM. Kyle Shanahan is a bus head coach. They could not figure this out. They did all of those things. And so you know, maybe I'm just too close to it because of that because of that ownership of, uh, of mine. But I do think that has to play into this, and he shouldn't have to take the brunt of it because he never got a chance to do it. Ryan Leaf there with Willard and Dibbs yesterday. and <laughs> If Lance fails, yes, that would be a stain on Lynch and Shanahan. But you know what? I don't think Ryan really would grasp if he is a failure and Brock Purdy is that dude. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't. If Brock Purdy ends up being that guy and Lance is a failure, you know what? Eh, that was bad uh, use of our assets, trading up, 
but we found our quarterback regardless, so it doesn't really matter. It all evened out. That's how they would view it, and that's how a lot of people here would view it. Yes, it would still be a failure because he traded all those assets for a guy that started four games, potentially, and then he moved on from him. That's not great. That's just not great from a draft or resource perspective. But at the end of the day, it's about getting wins and losses. It's about starts. And Brock Purdy, he's just started more at this point. But can Trey Lance win that job week one? If all three of these guys are healthy, should it be Trey Lance to see what you got? 888-957-9570. Good morning to EJ Elguero, Luis Roberson, Andy Lofi. Good morning, Joe, from Germany. Oh, danke schön. Ja, Germany. Sorry. Andy, I always get into my German uh, accent here. I have to go through the German national team. Shout out the World Cup. Bastian Schweinsteiger. Mesut Özil. Let me know how good my accent is there. It's pretty bad. I know. Oh, he's giving me the laughing emoji. Appreciate it, Andy. Don't sleep on Thomas Müller. Mario Götze. Miroslav Klosa. Yeah. Good morning. Well, good afternoon, whatever it is over there from Germany. We're worldwide. Not Pitbull, but the pregame show itself is worldwide. We've had the Netherlands on here. We've had Germany. We've had, you know, Canada, Mexico, London, jolly old London. We've had it all. So we appreciate it. And he thinks my accent's great. Tony Cruz, El Guero, DC Gang Squad. This is a good attempt. Appreciate it. 888-957-9570 as I digress here on the pregame show. That's the number to get involved. If all three of these guys are healthy, Darnold, Lance, Purdy, I think we can move Darnold to the side if all three of these guys are healthy. I think it would be either Lance or Purdy. But maybe there's a faction of you, of the 49ers fandom, 49ers empire, who wants Sam Darnold? Are you guys out there? Is there a Darnold collective out there? I need to hear from you at 5.16 a.m. on the pregame show, 888-957-957. Kate Taylor, Sydney, Australia, on the YouTube chat, chiming in. Good day. Another shrimp on the bobby. Come on. Love it. I've always wanted to go to Australia. Beautiful country, beautiful continent. My wife, my in-laws, they visited. They said how beautiful it was. Love the food, love the culture, love everything down there. I love a Australian cook that I have on a YouTube all the time, Andy Cooks. Oh, he's great. Love Andy Cooks. You need to start hitting up some of these Twitch and YouTubers that are in different countries because they could actually come on my show at a reasonable time for them. So it wouldn't be crazy. Usually on a one-hour show, it's like, all right, you have one hour. Why are you having a guest anyways? But, you know, you never know. Maybe I should hit up some Australian people. What's the time over there? Is it still super not compatible? Australian time now. At 10, 10 o'clock, it's not bad. You can do an interview, right? Yeah, we'll see. 888-957-9570. Continue to take your calls and texts as it pertains to the 49ers. And this NBA Finals game tonight. Let's get into it. Heat Nuggets. I know it's not the sexiest matchup. It's only the third time ever when you've had two teams with one all-star apiece facing each other in the finals. One all-star from that season, I should say. And the only all-stars you have... It's Bam Adebayo, Nikola Jokic on these two squads from this season, which is pretty wild considering how good Jamal Murray and Jimmy Butler have been in these playoffs. And you've heard it from Jimmy Butler. He doesn't care about the All-Stars. He doesn't care about the All-Defensive teams. He doesn't care anything about that. He just wants to win a damn trophy. And same goes for Nikola Jokic, who has a lot of that hardware, who's won back-to-back MVPs. But you hear him talk throughout these playoffs, and hell, any game in the regular season. It's about winning a championship. And it is very refreshing to see unselfish players like this at the highest level get rewarded. And when I think of the Miami Heat and Denver Nuggets, I think of unselfishness. I think of total team buy-in from their head coaches down. And just think of some of the teams they beat on their way here. Boston Celtics. Milwaukee Bucks. Los Angeles Lakers, Golden State Warriors. 
Those are the teams we were talking about all season long, all playoffs long. Is it going to be LeBron? Is it going to be Steph? Is it going to be Giannis? Is it going to be Jason Tatum breaking through? Let's talk about Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it was nice. There's nice little heat run. That was nice heat culture. That's cute. Push comes to shove, though. You guys aren't getting back to the finals. You had a bubble run, but you know what? You were at home. You were in Miami. That doesn't really count. Does it count now? Hey, Denver Nuggets, you know, you guys have never been there before, and you're going up against the Lakers now in the conference finals. You know, the Lakers, they beat the Warriors. They beat the defending champs. They're going to move on. It's LeBron. This is his swan song. He's going to win another chip. He's going to get five. He's going to do it, you know. Oh, they got another easy path. Uh, Easy? No, 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 no. We have the two-time MVP. We have Jamal Murray. Guy's a killer. We have a coach who believes in us and Michael Malone. We're playing hard defense. We've been the best team in the NBA top to bottom from start to finish. We've been that team. So it's pretty damn refreshing to see these two squads get rewarded in this fashion. Now, a big storyline throughout this, and let's be honest, throughout the last couple weeks, because both these teams went up 3-0, took a little longer for the Miami Heat to finish it. But when both of these teams went up 3-0, everyone was just like, oh boy. Nuggets, Heat, really? This isn't that exciting. And let's put the route on the table. But brought to you by Atco Pest Control. But let's put the route on the table. We've been talking about this potential series now for two weeks, and that storyline still hasn't gone away. Here's Dan Patrick of the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio talking yesterday about the Nuggets not being, quote, tune-in factor worthy. Take a listen. They're attracted to a story, a player, exciting. Golden State fit all of that. But there's other teams that have bowed out of the playoffs that are not exciting to watch. You know, the Los Angeles Lakers aren't an exciting team. Yes, they're, they are. They're frustrating. No, teams. they got LeBron. That's not exciting. Uh, That's ratings gold. Well, yeah, his People days are being, watching, you know, to see him win or lose. His days of being an exciting player are over. His he, days of being... He's still great TV. He is. Denver has a great team. Start to finish, best team. But they're not tune-in factor worthy. For If you're a casual basketball fan and you know the Nuggets are playing, you're going to breeze right by there. And if I said, oh, my God, Joker's playing. Jamal Murray's playing. Aaron Gordon's playing. You're not stopping. Michael Porter Jr., the third, you're not stopping. Maybe that's true for the casual. And I, listen, I speak to the casual. I speak to the diehard. I speak to any fan right here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. I speak to all of you. Casuals, are you not excited about this matchup? 888-957-9570. And if so, why? Was it because of what Dan Patrick just said on Fox Sports Radio? Was it because he just said, <laughs> Jokic? He's, he's a good player, but he's like Tim Duncan. Fundamentally really sound. He's big. He's not doing anything that wows me. Uh, have you seen that guy? Have you, did you see some of the shots Nikola Jokic was making in that Lakers series? As a Lakers fan, it was I was wanted to pull my hair out. He was making some of these clutch shots anytime the Lakers made a run. He would have this fadeaway, just last second, desperation heave, three-pointer over LeBron, over whoever, AD, and it just would go in, and AD and LeBron would just turn around and shake their head like, what the hell, man? What the hell? From the YouTube chat, Ready Whip underscore ST. Maybe it will be a good series. But as of right now, it's making me fall asleep. Why is that? Is it just because of the names? Is it just you're looking at Denver Nuggets and it's like, ugh. Denver, even Denver, Colorado doesn't even care about their team. When's Broncos training camp start? What are the Rockies doing? So I get it. The name itself, it's hard to get past that. We have this preconceived notion when we look at certain franchises that I don't think we can shake. And maybe it's a sport thing. I talk about this with Bonte a lot, and he brings this up. It's an NBA thing, which is the problem. And I am actually starting to agree. Because you look at the NFL, it doesn't have to be a blue blood to get me tuned in to a Thursday night football game or a Monday night or a Sunday night. Jacksonville Jaguars. 
They're, what, what's their history? A lo- whole lot of nothing, to be honest. Mark Brunel had a couple cups of coffee with Tom Coughlin early on in their franchise. The Blake Bortles AFC Championship. But okay, other than that, what is it? Other than last year, having one of the greatest comebacks, if not was the greatest comeback in the history of the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson. Yeah, fun, exciting team. I can market that. The NFL, hey, we can market that. The Carolina Panthers, okay, expansion team. I don't look at the Panthers as one of these blue blood organizations. They were really bad last year. Fired their coach. They got Frank Reich now. But you know why I'm going to be tuned in? Bryce Young. Excited to see him. The Houston Texans. What? No, not this year. They just got two top five picks. Will Anderson. CJ Stroud. I'm going to be locked in. So even when the NFL has these dog crap teams... They could sell it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Because of individual players and talent, we've seen them in college. We see them at Alabama, at Clemson, Ohio State, USC. We've seen all these guys play. When it comes to the NBA and that product... Let's just put the... I was going to do it again. I was going to put the rat on the table. Shout out Daryl the Guru Johnson, I see. Who was it? Yeah, DC Gang Squad. Y'all, y'all stay having rats on the table. We do. Shout out Guru. I love that expression. I don't even see elephant in the room anymore. I just say rats on the table. Brought to you by Atco Pest Control. But let's just put the rats on the table. The NBA and the college product have done piss poor jobs of promoting these markets. And I blame college because the product is terrible. These guys want to leave now. They want to just join the G League. And let's be honest, none of us are watching the G League. I don't even know how do you find it. Do they even have a channel? It's on NBA TV. I don't know any of these top guys. Like Jonathan Kaminga, for example. Where the hell did he come from? The G League? Okay. I still kind of don't know a lot about it. I know some. It's a hell of a player, but it's not like the past. Where I saw these guys playing at Duke. Saw Zion for a year at least. Kyrie. These guys playing. North Carolinas. It's not like that anymore. So it's harder and harder to sell me on these guys. And these European, especially teams with European stars like the Nuggets. It's hard to sell me on the Joker. Especially in that market. I'm not seeing him in these primetime matchups. As a casual. Now I'm speaking to the diehards. I consider myself semi-diehard when it comes to the NBA. I'm not locked into the league pass every day, but I watch the big games when they're on TNT. I watch the matchups. So I'm pretty well-versed in some of these teams. But even I have a hard time if I am if I see a Detroit Pistons team on. It's like, boy, Cade Cunningham, okay, Oklahoma State. I got James Wiseman now, Ivy, okay. But I get it. I get it. As a casual, it's hard to get past certain names and certain preconceived notions. But on the other side, I'm going to keep trying to sell you on this series. Because I think it has a chance to be special. And on the other side, I'm going to discuss why, for one of these star players, their legacy could be changed forever with the championship. I'll explain that on the other side. 888-957-9570. Continue to take your calls and texts there. Twitch and YouTube, you're on fire. Appreciate you chiming in. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. Don't go anywhere. 95.7 The Game.
Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pregame show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Been talking... NBA Finals preview, Heat Nuggets tonight, Game 1 in Denver. Are we sleeping on that series? I'm not. Is the casual. And it's okay to admit it. I don't casual shame here. We like to know in this business, we like to see who knows the more, who knows the most. I watch the most of this, I watch the most of that. I don't shame if you just barely watch the Denver Nuggets, or the Miami Heat, or the Pistons, or the Magic. I don't care. Let me know, 888-957-9570. I care about this series because I think it's potentially legacy-defining for one of these two superstars. And I'm calling him a superstar, and that's Jimmy uh, Buckets. Jimmy Butler. Apparently he's trying to trademark Himmy Buckets, by the way. Oh, boy. I think it triggered someone on the YouTube chat. We are up and streaming on Twitch and YouTube. And be sure to call in at 888-957-9570, and you can text in on that same number, 888 888- 957-9570. That's the Comcast Business Text Line. Be sure to download that Odyssey app as well. Stream us. Take us wherever you need to go. We've been shouted out by Germany, Netherlands, Australia, Canada, Mexico, Argentina, España, everywhere. People listen to 95.7 The Game, and specifically the pregame show. Because they could have it on the reasonable hour of the day. So appreciate all y'all chiming in there and here's one more cut i'm gonna play played last segment dan patrick fox sports radio you know dan patrick former espn host does a great job has a great show won a lot of awards he's good but he kept talking about why denver should be more like miami when it comes to lack of respect for the media and i'm sure you've heard michael malone talk that talk early in that lakers series he's like we won game one at home, we had a triple-double performance from our back-to-back MVP. And all anyone could ever talk about was, oh, the Lakers have him right where they want him. The Lakers should have won that game. The Lakers, oh, they found the blueprint. So Mike, sorry, Michael, learned that the hard way. Shout-out Cassidy Hubbard. Michael Malone, head coach of the Denver Nuggets, like, no, 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 no. I'm going to gas up my guys. I'm going to do that because none of you will. They're young, they're fiery, and I believe in them on the offensive and defensive end. So if you're not going to give them their just due, I will. And I think Dan Patrick took exception to that. Take a listen. If you want to talk about lack of respect, it would be the Miami Heat. It felt like every game they were eight-point underdogs against the Boston Celtics. And they'll be big underdogs here against the Denver Nuggets. They don't care. I, I haven't heard the oh, woe is me, Miami Heat. Eric Spolster, Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler said, hey, what's the motivation? Well, we can and we will win this series. That was it. There's nothing else that's been headline worthy here. But they don't come out and do a pity party. Oh, woe is me. You don't take us serious. You know, whatever it might be. And Denver should adopt the same thing. Two differences. Miami Heat. To Dan's point, don't do that because they've been here before. They have veterans on this team. They have players, a lot of them, that have played in a championship. They have a championship head coach and Eric Spolstra. They've been here and done that as an organization. Denver's never been here. Michael Malone, as a head coach, has never been here. Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., all these guys have not been here. The only player, I believe, on that uh, team for the Denver Nuggets has been KCP, Catavius Caldwell-Pope. He's won a championship with the Lakers. He's been there. So they don't know any better. And you know what? Even if they do, who cares? I like when guys are authentic. I like when guys are like Michael Malone and coaches are like Michael Malone. And it may rub people the wrong way, And it did a lot, I think, last year when you looked at a team like the Philadelphia Eagles and their head coach, Nick Sirianni. He talked a lot of trash. But you know what? Players love that. Those guys in that locker room love that. 
That's our guy. He's sticking up for us. You know what? The media is not going to talk about it, but you know what? Our our head coach, he's going to let us know about it. He's going to let them know about it. I'm going to run through a wall for this guy because he believes in me. Look at a guy like Jamal Murray. You don't think his confidence was shaken after having an unbelievable bubble run in the championship and then getting hurt, tearing his ACL, and being out for as long as he was, watching his team in the playoffs struggle without him last year, losing to the Golden State Warriors in the first round? You don't think his confidence was waning? A lot like Trey Lance. When these young guys who have a moment here or there and then just get it taken away from him, that can be mentally taxing. So yeah, when you have a guy like Jamal Murray on your team, I think Michael Malone is smart enough as a head coach, he's been around the league long enough, to know what buttons to push, what confidence boosters to push with these guys. What team looks more confident than the Denver Nuggets? And I know we haven't seen them in a while, because they are too busy smoking everyone in the West, the T-Wolves, the Suns, the Lakers, smoked them. If not for some amazing Devin Booker performances, they probably would have swept the Suns too. That's how good they've been. And the Heat have been just as good. They almost swept this Boston Celtics. They didn't. 1-7. Seventh game in dominant fashion. Still one of the weirder series I can't wrap my heads around. Because everyone thought they were going to get blown out. Or at least lose in that game 7 to Boston. So much so I think the Boston team did. Kind of festered in there. They started believing that own hype. Buying into it. And it just came crashing down. And Heat culture finally prevailed. But it's okay to acknowledge a team has not been there and done that before and they don't quote-unquote know how to act. I just think we need to do away with that term, know how to act. No. That's how they play. That's how they're going to talk. And you know what? They've talked the talk and walked the walk thus far. We should respect it. They're in the NBA Finals for the first time in their franchise's history. Get off their back. 888-957-957. 9570. Luis Roberson on the chat. I'm not as excited for this series. Talk about the NBA Finals, Nuggets Heat, because I don't have a dog in the fight, quote unquote. I'd be thrilled for Butler or Joker because they each deserve it. I hope it's close and competitive. And I think that's all you can ask for as a casual fan. Not invested one way or the other. Just want some good games. I think we're going to get that. I think we're going to get high levels of basketball on both ends of the court. I think we're used to having high levels of basketball on one side, and that's what we've been kind of jaded to accept as a consumer. Points, points, points. That's all I want. I want Luka Doncic. I want LeBron. I want Steph. I want points. That's what I want. You know what? In sports, and the old adage is still true, defense wins championships. In the closing moments, who's going to break? It's going to be the Heat or the Nuggets. 888-957-9570. Still to come on the other side, we're going to discuss whose legacy this championship would mean more for. Nikola Jokic, Jimmy Butler. I'm going to ask Joe Shasky for the cross over that question. All right here on the pregame show, 888-957-9570. We are streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. Don't go anywhere, folks. One more segment coming up. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. live our life people it's not that hard find your own damn business joe can i honestly tell you something it's a pregame joe joe spadoni as joe shasky joins me at the cross joe what's up joe you know jojo i struggle with this at times in my life demeanor right i just want to credit you it's really hard waking up at the time that you do with the family that you've got and coming in here and just being a good dude every single day 
Like, I mean that. Every time I'm coming in, I might not be in the greatest frame of mind. I come walking in the door. Sam's crazy back there. He's mad about Alex Wood not getting through five innings. And then I Water come in. Is and wet. and yes. I, I just see you smiling. And I just, you always make me feel good. There are certain people in my life where when I see them, I can't help but feel good around them. I want those people around me more often. And you're one of them. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And, you know, it's, it's not easy, like, getting up this early. But once I'm up, I'm up. Like, <laughs> yes. that's how it is for me. Like, once I'm, I'm up, I'm up. I am ve- like you don't want to see me like if like you're trying to wake me up or anything like uh-huh. that. I get very upset, very moody. It's a word of the day here at the station, <laughs> moody. But no, Moses. I pre- oh, yeah, Moses Moody. Shout out, shout out Kendrick Perkins. But no, I appreciate that. It's it's because I work at a place that I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy the yes. people I work yes. with, and that means a lot to me. So if I was coming in and I didn't enjoy the people I worked with. You would see it on my face. I'm not very easy at being a fake person when it comes to that. It's just a lot of, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways, go. No, pull up my, no but the, anyways, I pull up my phone, oh, yeah. and, and that's me pivoting from my, I don't want to talk to you. That's the go-to, by the way, now. If I don't know I if you like know. That. It's just pulling up your phone. That's an immediate, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking Look, to you. Look, I did sales for so long. I've worked in so many environments, warehouses, where you can't avoid people. I've worked in, in supermarkets, butcher shops, things like that. And there are certain times the phone runs. Rings. You see someone, whatever it is, and you just go, oh, yeah. that person, <laughs> and it just brings you down, you know, and I, I don't know, man, it, you're 100% I, correct, we're so blessed and so lucky to, to be able to come in and talk about the teams that we love, and totally. not every day is, is picture perfect, sports, but damn dude, it, like, come on, until the wheel falls this off. is the best, is we're talking about totally freaking agree. sports for a living, like, totally you can't agree. get better than that, like, and I, listen, I can't talk about it when I come home, so I have to talk about, that's literally all I'm doing is, and it's so funny, if you guys had any glimpse, the audience that is here at the station it's just a bunch of crazy guys yes. young older yes getting their takes off yes because they can't talk about it at home 100 no no misses no child wants to hear your sports take dad all right we're gonna do it at home then i it's so funny i try to talk to jay's like oh so what's on your mind today so and so so hey did you see so and so got traded she's like oh Anyways, like she could not could care, not care less. less. Like, it's actually good for all of us. <laughs> it's it's very good. Like this is Healthy. our our stress relief, if Agreed. you will, and it can be stressful at times, but it's a good stress. If Absolutely. that makes sense, Absolutely. yeah. You know, and, and that leads me into this. I was listening to you talk about the Denver series tonight in the finals against the Miami Heat. And I think, you know, uh, I probably know more than than most in terms of, not that I know everything, but I'm saying, like, I listen to the Levitard podcast, and so you get a lot of Heat stuff on there because Dan's always been really tight with Mickey Arison and Pat Riley and the Heat. Obviously, a lot of the guys on the show are diehard Heat fans, born and raised in Miami. So... On one level, I totally respect what they've built, and I think it's awesome, and it's a very unique way of building a team. On the other end, when I look at Denver, isn't that a fan's dream for how that team was built? Pick the sport. Homegrown stars found in a variety of ways in the draft, nurtured and developed from within. They held the line. There were some key injuries. There were times where they kind of let expectations, uh, you know, they didn't live up to expectations, either because of injuries or whatever. Like, you know, stuff happened. Michael Porter Jr. had the back, and obviously Jamal Murray had the knee. They were ascending couple of heartbreaks. They clearly have a unique superstar player who keeps his head down and just keeps grinding, and you appreciate the way he plays the game, unselfishly doing all the little things. Like, this is what we root for in sports. A couple of key additions in free agency, you know? Like, this is the template for what I find to be a great model for any fan to root for. On both sides as well, to your point. Like, these are the guys, like, in, in the Heat, it's a little different because other than Adebayo, like, you brought in Jimmy Butler. Yeah. But that's part of their culture now, right? Yes. Pat Riley, he whale goes hunting. He whale hunting. Yeah, he goes for the big fish. You love that, don't oh, you? Oh, I love whale hunting. Oh, I don't love whale. <laughs> Sorry. That, get that. Don't snip that. I don't like whale. I love our whales. Blue whales, yes, gray whales, yes. orcas, killer whales. Save the whales. I'm a Pisces, but I'd rather be a killer whale. Come on, man. Wow. There you go. Didn't think I'd get King Nicky at 5.52 There 5:52 you go, 5.52 a.m. But to your point, like that's why this makes this series so compelling, because we're so used yes. to the Stephs, yes. to the LeBrons, to the Giannis's, to the Tatums. And we love that. Yeah. As the casual fans, like, I want to see the Blue Bloods. Absolutely. I want to see those. But at the same time, it's pretty damn refreshing to see teams get rewarded it's that deserve cleanser. it because in the in let's be honest in the NBA more often than not talent rules all yeah like it's not always the best 
team collective. It's the best individual talent, mm-hmm. and then eventually maybe they, uh, things uh, kick into cylinder and it happens. The Warriors, they had the best player in the NBA last year mm-hmm. in Stephen Curry, and it broke through, and they beat the Celtics. This year, you had Steph. Yeah. You had LeBron. LeBron's older, I get it. You had Giannis. Yeah. You had Tatum and Brown. But it was Jokic finally breaking through. Well, it I, was Jimmy Butler breaking through. And maybe it's starting It's starting for us... Start. I uh, can't even talk. It's time for us to start talking about Jokic as one of those guys. Totally agree. And Jimmy I, as one of those guys. Wouldn't you also th- say that um, this is a testament, in a, in a good way, team chemistry. Like, being on the same page. You know, yes. uh, I look at the Miami Heat and I look at someone like Kyle Lowry. I don't think people understand. When they made the trade for Kyle Lowry, there were expectations through the roof. He has been one of the most hated Miami Heat players that they've ever acquired. He's been bad. Horrible. Yeah. But yet, there are seminal moments in this playoff run where he's looked great. Yes. And he's had his number called. You got a guy like Gabe Vincent stepping up in the Tyler Hero injury. Caleb you Martin. know, like Duncan Robinson yeah. gets the big contract coming out of nowhere, got benched throughout the year. Caleb Martin, obviously, coming out of nowhere. I just think both teams, I'm looking at them, and just as a sports fan of how to assemble a team, I think you can make arguments on either side where it's like, man, I can root for these teams. I think the name of this series is adversity because that's what I a like lot it. of these guys have like fought it. through. The Nuggets, like, listen, they had a lot of adversity just with their second best player in Jamal Murray. Him being out yep. last year, yep. having to watch his team in the first round get bounced, and it was a tough. Let's be honest, that was a tough first round series last year. Even though it went five games, Jokic was amazing. Incredible. Draymond, they have so much admiration Incredible. for each other, guarding each other, and you heard from Draymond after the game, just having so much love for for Jokic. It's actually funny because. All the uh, all the ads I'm seeing for the finals talking about Jokic, it's not actually Jokic talking or Jokic highlights. It's other star players talking. trying to build him up. I was like, come on, NBA. You can't just have this guy have like a highlight package, him talking. And I get it. He's a European guy. His English isn't the best when he's, he's a very deep accent. Yeah. I get all that. But it's just funny seeing LeBron. Oh, my God. This guy's amazing. Embiid, this guy's amazing. Tatum, this guy's amazing. Like it's just so funny that we're building this series up <laughs> by having other superstars talk about it. And that's and that's what I was talking to earlier. Me and Bonte have talked about it. The NBA, I think, has a problem developing and promoting these stars within their system. Like from the Denver perspective, yes. Like like yes. Jokic, he should be a household name everywhere. Why well, is, he's is not. Jamal Murray from Canada? Yes, he's yeah. Two foreign players that have not but, been pushed up. Yeah, but I, I'm foreign. What North American? I know, like, but technically, I know, I hear you. technically, no, I know, yes. no. I, I, you're yes. you're right. I mean, yeah. you're you're correct, and, and no doubt about it. But like Jamal Murray, to me, like if you're a young player learning to play the game, I feel like Jamal Murray plays the game the right way. And not that Jokic doesn't. I'm, he absolutely does. I'm just saying, like, he takes shots when they present themselves. He plays solid defense, given where he was, you know, a couple of years ago coming off that injury. Well, well he, plays the, he plays the game, not to cut you off, he plays the game, not just the right way, the game that consumers want, the average. Absolutely. He, he hits heat In a checks. Fun he has FU kind absolutely. of shots. He has swag. He is boisterous. He's not like... Tim Duncan-esque Nikola Jokic over there, the big fundamental. Yeah. That's what he is. Yes. He's not going to... The average consumer is like, ah, this laboring, bubbly guy saying, eh, okay, make some cool shots here. He's a good distributor, but Murray's the flashy yeah. guy, right? To mm-hmm. your point, yes. And if I was going to try to find a defender to go up against Bam in terms of length and at agility... Bam Adebayo's right at the top of the list in terms of the league, right? Yes. Now, some would say Draymond, and, and I would listen to that. Bam's got a little more length and, and, and bounce, obviously, than uh, than Draymond. So I think there's some really interesting matchups. Aaron Gordon, you know, local kid. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like he's a guy, maybe he got drafted a little too high, but... Uh, I feel like his career is more natural to so many big-time prospects where they go to a bad team, they don't really have a defined role carved out, maybe they learn some negative tendencies because they're so raw, and then he goes to a winning environment and has to adjust his game and then totally embraces it. Is he going to guard Jimmy Butler? It feels like it. Feels like it. Maybe I'm wrong, but like I think this is a big time opportunity for someone like him to really stamp his mark on the NBA. It's going to be really fun because both of these teams, from top to bottom, they they just instill a culture from their head coach down. Spolstra, Malone, both defensive guys. They're going to get after it. They're going to be physical. It should be a really fun series. Real quick, I've been I'm te- excited. For I've been, it. I'm actually excited too. I am too. I'm talking myself more and more into it. I don't know how much I'll watch tonight because it's refreshing. It's, yeah, it's refre- uh, to me, it's refreshing. It's, no, it's totally. 
really is. It's refreshing because the Nuggets haven't been there before. Exactly. And Jimmy Butler, yeah, he went there before, but I don't think anyone expected them to beat that Lakers team no. in the bubble. Like they're just they were maxed out. No one expected them to beat the Boston, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. All that. Real quick, hmm. been teasing it. Legacy defining series. Who would a championship mean more for heading out of this? Nikola Jokic or Jimmy Butler? I feel like Nikola Jokic solidifies himself as one of the greatest centers of all time if he gets this. And he has a chance because he's a little bit younger. Mm -hmm. If he gets another one, we could talk about him maybe being a top 10 player of all time. Jimmy Butler, I think, has a chance if he wins this chip. He's a Hall of Famer, I think, either way. But if he gets this chip, this might be the greatest run, championship run in the history of basketball. I mean, it might be the, one of the, the great three-year runs. Yeah, right? <laughs> like you just think of just the teams he overcame yeah. and the talent he has around him. And I'm, I'm talents subjective. I get all that. Undrafted guys. But what he's been able to do this year, he was three minutes away, Joe, from getting knocked out of the second playing game. They lost to the Atlanta Hawks, I the know. Miami Heat. I know. And what Jimmy Butler, Caleb Martin, all these guys have done... It's unbelievable. Maybe the well, most improbable run ever. I, I look at like Jason Kidd dragging the, the New Jersey Nets to back-to-back oh, finals. Unbelievable. Doesn't get the credit he deserves no. there because they lost to the Lakers and, it, and the Spurs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, he ended up getting the ring with the Dallas Mavericks, but I don't know how many people remember him dragging the, the Nets to yeah. the finals, and they had no business being there. Uh, it does feel like the Hemi Butler stuff, because I see a lot of the kids. Like The kids are on it. Hemi I don't buckets. know if history will remember it that way, because I'll remember it that way. Look, Statistically, and I'm seeing this all over the internet, you're looking at one of the great playoff runs of all time. They are making arguments, and this is on a team. They had Dwayne Wade, they had LeBron James go through unbelievable playoffs. Shaq had his moments. They're saying he might have the greatest postseason run in Miami Heat history. Nikki Friedel, cousin Nick, saying that ESPN. Even if they lose, which is crazy, but then you look at the numbers and 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 like nobody elevates himself from regular season to postseason the way he does. And to that point, on the it's other unreal. side, we're going to wrap up here in just a second. But Jokic broke Wilt Chamberlain's single season postseason record of most triple doubles, and I <laughs> like love it's, the, like it's unbelievable. But I love the way he's done it. Yes, like it's all skill and it, it, in the way that I, I look at Fred. Yes, he's not. He's not a, He's not a freak like Wilt was no, when he was just point. physically imposing everyone else. When you yes. see Adrian Peterson run the rock, you're like, okay, he was born to play running back, <laughs> yes. right? There are certain guys born. When I watch Frank Gore run the rock, I'm like, oh, he's just a football savant. Yes. When I watch Jokic play, he's a basketball savant. Yes. He has mastered the leverage, footwork, hand-eye coordination, ambidextrousness, uh, you know, in terms of the finishing. I, I just... I can't say enough. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Speaking of savants, some sports talk radio savants next. Joe Shasky, Bonte Hill, Morning Roast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.